Blog Talk Radio. Yo, yo, this makes, you know what I'm saying? You got niggas that don't like me for whatever reason. You got niggas that don't want to see me, bitch. You got niggas that's mad, because I'm always with they bitch. Then you got niggas that just don't like me. You know, those PAC niggas. But you know, I pop a lot of shit, but I back it up, though. See, it's a difference. A lot of niggas pop shit, and a lot of niggas don't make hits. But it's like this old bad boy shit, we come to bring it to y'all niggas. Me, B.I., Puff, Locks, whoever, Black Rock. You wanna dance, we dance. Now, trick what, lace who? They ain't what mates do. Got a lot of girls that I love to replace you. Tell it to your face, boo, not behind your back. Niggas talk shit, we never mind that. Funny, never find that. Puff a dime sack, write hot shit. Make a nigga say rewind that. Niggas know, you go against the Harlem gigolo. Get your hoe, lick a low. Make the bitch kick it though. I represent honey for money. What's up, what's up, what's up? Good evening. You know this is Super Bowl, huh? I love that. Anyway, good evening, this is Scott Burke. This is the Clown Hour. And uh, I'm also the, uh, in case you didn't know already, I'm also the creator of the, the sports blog, the Clown Times, the Clown Spill with K. You'll be able to find us on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. And you can find me on Facebook, uh, interacting with followers and having all sorts of fun. Just in that little research, uh, I'm sorry, the search window in the top left-hand corner, just type in the Clown Times, again, it's Clowns with a K, you did able to find me there as well. Um, talked a little football this week, uh, earlier in the week we talked about, what, actually probably wasted a little bit of time talking about the plate gate, and um, now we get to talk about the real game, Super Bowl, uh, for all the marbles. So, uh, uh, so my boy uh, Dwayne Nash is back on from the yard slash HBCU Sports. So we're gonna have a little fun and give you a little football for a change. So Dwayne, welcome back, brother. How are you? Scott, there's a game Sunday. Believe it or not, there is. <laughs> oh, I, I thought they were going to continue the investigation, and you know, we talk about <laughs> you know not being fine, and then. Oh man, I, I guess I am here so that I. Well, no, I'm not even going to do that joke anymore. That that joke has been buried into the ground. Yeah, well, you know, I'm only here to be fine. Yeah, you know, I might as well go yeah. ahead and say, you know, I make it do what it do. If I was going to go ahead and say that, God. Well, first, like before we get into it, like um, I also follow like the Double S Project, and I noticed that that one of your boys is in uh, Arizona right now doing this thing, like with this. Boots on the ground, so to speak. So, um, what's going on with, uh, with that? How do you swing that? Oh, uh, PD Dukes, man. You know yeah. what? I don't have the the exact de- details. Uh, of course, for the listeners that that don't know, Pete Dukes, uh, they do actually they do a, a YouTube show every week uh, called Double S Project, where they, of course, they talk about everything that's going on in sports uh, on, on a weekly basis. Uh, I think this is the second year going to the Super Bowl. Uh, right. Where was what was the, the Super Bowl last year? This will, this will help me remember if he went last year. He was year an old man, so I don't – I'm my memory banks. <laughs> oh, no, last uh, year was New York. He didn't, yeah, I don't yeah, think he went to New York. York. Yeah. But it, it was in Indianapolis recently, wasn't it? Right, right. It was like uh, I think the year before – I think it was the year before that, actually, because like um, – yeah, because I was in New England lost to the Giants again. 
I want to yeah. say that was two or three years ago. That was That's yeah, that was about two years ago. Yeah, and and he, he was there. Um, okay. You know, I I don't know how he does it, but uh, I think he just go goes ahead and just schedule time for him to, to to make sure that that's taken care of, and it looks like it's a little bit easier in terms of uh, radio road this year. Um, I don't know if it's always been like that or it's been like that in in, in recent years, but they've opened it up okay. to the, to the public so that everyone goes. So you know, I don't I don't nice. know if he's going for for that per se or if he's just going for the experience. Uh, which I also heard is, is something to do, you know, just to go to the city itself uh, for the Super Bowl. I, I've heard uh, D.C. was like that during the All-Star break weekend, you know, whenever they decided to go ahead and bless us with, a, with another All-Star game here in the city. And I think it's long overdue since the Nationals have their stadium now. You know, I, I find it yeah. amazing that they've skipped over D.C. and given it to all these other cities. But, you know, it, from my that's understanding... Not upset, man. Uh, that's, that's sad. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it, it could be, but it's sad that it, it skips over us. It isn't even football, but right. It's yeah. you know, from my understanding, when 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 you get these All Star games and and championship games and 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 and, and, and series or whatever, the entire city is just bubbling with excitement, mm-hmm. and it's something that that needs to be experienced, especially with the the Super Bowl. Uh, being that this is one of the biggest spectacles in the world. You, you can go ahead, in my personal opinion, and, and compare it to the likes of the World Cup, the Olympics, or whatever, but this all happens within uh, a week. The game itself is only played one day, but, you know, you, you get the entire week of uh, Super Bowl week and all the hype and everything that goes on. It's just something that needs to be experienced if you ever get a chance. Nice. I need to do that. And I so, hope you do the same. By the way, and by the way, I've... Didi and I, we, 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 we talk about doing each other's shows, and uh, I need to get my lazy behind together and, and set a time up for him uh, because um, <laughs> we've been going back and forth for a little while, and we've both, both, both been busy, and, you know, I kind of dropped the ball on that one, so I need to reach, out back, reach back out to him. And it's not like I don't know where, like a time where to find him, so I need to make that right, so to speak. So uh, I need to make that happen. Well, you and I both, uh, you know, we've also discussed uh, about making appearances as well. But as of right now, his tapings are on Tuesday, and that's when I do my right. recordings, of course, for uh, for Sleazy Sports. So if right. we can somehow, if someone can, can, can make it so that the, the, the tapings are on the same day at the same time, then, of course, I'll be able to do both. But in, until then, I, I, uh, I, I'll have to be there in spirit. Nice, nice. Well, depending on what type of sporting event it is. And, and for yes. the Super Bowl, we went by the line. And 
and with, with the line, in essence, you're you're kind of uh, predicting the winner because the line as of Tuesday was one point. So depending yeah. on who you pick, you you basically picking the winner in in that situation. And and, and I went with, with the Patriots. Um, I think that's more of a, a heart situation than, than a brain situation, but it's not too uh-huh. far fetched. And I find it amazing that a lot of people who I've heard so far that have gone with the Patriots are picking them yes. by double digits. And I find that to be completely amazing. I mean, I, I've heard uh, a score of 31 17 on Tuesday. Uh, um, I've heard someone. <laughs> and and I, I just find it weird. Um, and the sad thing is I don't find anything far-fetched right now uh, mm-hmm. because anything is possible uh, with the way that both of these teams play. And I find it completely amazing that, you know, once again we get the, the two top seeds in the playoffs making it to the Super Bowl. You know, the last time that in consecutive years we've had two top seeds make it to the Super Bowl, because remember last year the top seeds, of course, were Seattle and Denver. Right. And the last time that's happened in consecutive years was, Eighty-three, eighty-four, and what were you doing mm. back then, my, my back. good man? I was probably in trouble for doing something silly. Had to probably had to go to bed a little earlier because my bedtime was eight thirty, and <laughs> I don't know if the school ball came on before five thirty back then. I don't think it did. So um, I was in trouble for doing some stupid elementary school, or I was probably um, I was probably able to watch the so much of the game and have to find out second hand in the morning. Oh, no, I'm going to go ahead and guarantee you that it was played before 8. I remember 83 Super Bowl because 83 Super Bowl was the one and probably the last time I actually cried during a Super Bowl game. It was Uh the uh, the Oakland Raiders versus the Washington Redskins, and we know how that game ended. And, and of course, the following year was uh, San Francisco and and, uh, the Miami Dolphins. So to have the, the, the two top seeds in the Super Bowl I guess is a testament to how good these teams are. It's always great to see the best make it to the championship game and, and, and finally get a chance to see both of them do it. But even even with that said, you know, it, it, they, they both have their own styles of play. We, we we know kind of what to expect with both teams, and and I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm hesitantly picking the the Patriots to win. Twenty-four, twenty-one. That's fair. That's that's a good score. That's a good score. Yeah. So, in, in your mind, what would be the dif- what What is the difference? What would be the difference, I should say, in the Patriots coming on top? Are there any particular matchups that may favor New England? Um, uh, you know, save save Belichick trying to cheat. Uh, no, no, I should stop that. But anyway. <laughs> Move right along from that. I need therapy. I admit, but move right along. Uh, but seriously, what 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 matchup do you see Tilton and New England's favor that will help them come out on top in your scenario? The most the most glaring advantage, in my personal opinion, that the the New England Patriots have over the the, the, the Seahawks is the secondary of the Patriots versus the the wide receiving core of the, the Seattle Seahawks. You know, the Seahawks, to me, the receiving core is very pedestrian, regardless of, of how much Doug Baldwin wants to scream and yell and, 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 and make tirades towards Deion Sanders and whoever else wants to listen. Um, right. and, 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 you know, I, I don't like talking bad about HBCU guys 
as much as I love Ricardo Lockett, you know, he's a Fort Valley State guy out of the SEAC. Um, he's the guy that comes off the bench for them. And, you know, with them no longer having Sidney Rice and, and, and having uh, 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 a guy, I'm, I'm looking at his, his face now, but I just can't remember his name. What's the other receiver that just traded away uh, this, this earlier this season? You're talking about Seattle? Yes. Percy uh, Harvin. Yes. So no longer having having Sidney Rice and, and, and Percy Harvin for them, the, the receiving okay. core, in my personal opinion, has, has drastically, the, the quality that is, has drastically dropped. But it's not like that's their strength anyway. It, it, it's mm-hmm. the fact that you know, Russell Wilson's play, his ability to scramble in his decision-making is what makes yeah. that receiving core that much better. But with that said, they'll be facing uh, Browner and and, and, and Brevis Allen right. uh, on Sunday. And, and with that that tandem, it's, it's vastly, in my personal opinion, superior to the receiving core of Doug Baldwin, uh, Jermaine Curtis. Oh, I agree. And, and, yeah, and whoever else they may throw out there. But the, the, the right. equalizer to that, of course, is the, the running ability and the ability to keep a play alive of Russell Wilson. Yes. Yeah. So so my thing is, is I, I'm not sure, <clears throat> I'm not sure if that line, that front, I mean, the linebacking core of New England has vastly improved from last year. Vastly improved. Yeah. But having said that, I don't know if they're able to contain Russell Wilson from, you know, breaking outside the pocket, you know, running those zone reads. And, you know, in sticking those zone reads, I don't see them having slowing down beast mode. I don't see them slowing down Marshawn Lynch. I'm, I'm having them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to come up with a scenario in my head where, I mean, even though this Warfuck is a, it's a stud, he's, a, he's, only, he's just a nose tackle. And and I don't want to diminish that, but that's what I'm saying is I don't know if they have other cats that will actually slow down Marshawn Lynch if they get around. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. But you're talking about a New England uh, defense that that's rushing attack is, is what, ranked 13th in in the league? Yes, right. So, I mean, they, okay. they, they give up yardage. So, you know, they'll, and I'm thinking that they'll be they'll be fine in terms of the amount of yardage that they actually give up. They give up about, what, maybe mm, a little bit over 100 yards a game rushing, so about 110. So yes, I, I think they'll be fine with whatever it is that Marshawn Lynch does on the ground. I'm thinking it's going to be the combination of Lynch and Wilson uh, and, and what they do. If they're able to contain Wilson and make sure that he also doesn't have a huge day, then I, I'm thinking that they'll be okay. If they, if they can keep him under 50 yards rushing, then they've done fine. If he starts yes. getting more than 50, watch out. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm looking for Jamie Collins to actually be the guy that you'll pro- whose name you'll probably hear a lot in terms of covering uh, or, or spying on Russell Wilson this weekend. Mm. Jason Collins said, is that what you said, the Collins kid? Yeah, Jake, Jamie Collins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's actually very – he was a leading tackler, I believe, uh, this season, mm-hmm. this past season. Um, and so he's a young guy, a very good-looking young guy, as a matter of fact, um, uh, you know, who's, who's actually who actually helped New England 
that they're, they're playing as far as the linebacking course is concerned. So, again, I agree with you. New England's defense is vastly improved over last year. Um, Revis Island, Browner, uh, Collins, Wolfwalk, of course, in the middle, plug in the middle. I just, I mean, you touched on this already, but the thing is that Seattle's strength is in the backfield. Between yeah. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's legs and improvisational ability, throwing the football on the run and Marshawn Lynch. I think if the Patriots can find a way to stop them, they have a good shot at any of winning this ballgame. I do agree with you on that. And the thing is, is that will Belichick be able to make Seattle left-handed? In other words, mm-hmm. try to beat them by using their weakness. You know, the weaknesses are obviously the passing game. If, 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 if you think about offensively, containing Russell Wilson, make him stay in the pocket, make him throw over those big dudes um, uh, like, uh, like on the line because all due respect, I love this guy's game. I respect that, and I'm not picking on any uh, smaller brothers sisters out there, but he's probably 5'11 on a good day. So it's probably <laughs> important to keep him in the pocket. And so it's, it's hard for him to see. It's hard for him to, you know, to get around. Exactly. Um, but here's, 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 here's what I think will turn. And let me ask you this. Since you picked them, they're the switch both sides of the ball, of, of, of the football. So about New England's offense going up against the regional boom, going up against that nasty front seven of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Do you think one Thomas Brady would have his way against the Legion of Boo? That's that's the question, dude. That that's the million dollar question. You see, I have to follow that question with another question. What constitutes having his way? See, okay. with that said, you know, the, the, at, at best this past season, uh, the Seahawks, I guess, on their worst day. Gave up about what, maybe three hundred and let me see if I can pull it up real quick. They put they they, sure. they gave up probably no more than three hundred twenty yards passing on defense this year. Wow. Actually, no. Their 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 worst day in terms of total passing yards was was two ninety six, which was of course uh, Peyton Manning in, in that win uh, against the, the the Broncos at home. Last time right. the, the Patriots faced New England in that secondary, which was actually with Browner there and, and them two years yeah, younger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, he, he threw for three forty for uh, three ninety five and uh, two touchdowns on him. Wow! So uh, that's so you talking about two years ago when Richard Sherman got in the states at the end of the, uh, at the, end oh, yeah. of the game. Oh yeah, the whole you mad bro? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah I'd be yeah, mad yeah. too, especially. You know, I, I would have been mad, especially in a situation where it seems as though that the defense was the one that gave up that game. Uh, well, a right. lot of people who may not fully remember that game, uh, it was it was almost uh, reminiscent. Actually, I shouldn't say reminiscent. It was almost a precursor to what happened two weeks ago uh, between Seattle and Green Bay, where Green Bay was up bigly in the fourth quarter against Seattle in Seattle, only for them to give it up. New England was up twenty three to ten in that game, only for them to give up fourteen right. unanswered points in, in in less than eight minutes uh, against the Seahawks for them to lose by one point. So, I mean, I, I doubt very seriously that uh, Tom Brady duplicates what he did against uh, Seattle 
two years ago. But if he comes close, I I I feel comfortable with them coming away with a win. I'm I'm saying if he actually is uh, is capable of passing for 280 or more, that's a sign to me that that uh, New England should win this game. Hmm. In my personal opinion. Wow. So take me through this matchup: Gronk, Gronkowski versus the bad man that is Cam Chancellor. You know that um, you know that Cam is going to have to check this throughout the game. So, yeah. how does that match up? Like, how does that match up shape out in your eyes? You know what? I can't even predict the winner on that one. It's going to be one. It's always <laughs> going to be a fun one to watch. Matter of fact, it's going to be yes, even sir. more fun because it's going to be a, 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 a bottom top cover. I, I don't know the, the, the proper terminology for this, but it, 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 expect to see a lot of coverage where it's going to be either, if not both, Cam and KJ Wright on Gronkowski during this game. Mm-hmm. So expect to see a combination of that two, either or a combination of both of them covering Gronk in this game. It's going to be a, a dynamic one. But the interesting thing, going once again, going, because this is the only point of reference that we have, truly, is, is them going head-to-head two years ago. Gronk really didn't have a huge day against them. It was actually um, Les Loker. So there's a possibility yeah. we may have to watch, keep an eye on, on Julian Edelman in this game. Yes. Also, yes. You know, it, 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 if if he can somehow not fall victim to the mind games, I think that's exactly what happened last year, was that once the, the, the Broncos receivers got hit a couple of times, they, they decided out, they want to have alligator arms and 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 they not, out. right? Yeah, you know, and, and just play extremely terrified for the remainder of the game. So if there's a way where where Julian Edelman, I know Gronkowski won't have to we won't have to worry about Gronk being scared. Gronk is is a physical specimen, and, and he'll be fine. It's the, the receivers. God, who are the other the um the other young guys that's that's on the receiving core for the Patriots right now? Um, uh, you got Danny Amendola who's all, who's almost always injured. Um, you got this other cat. I forget his name. I, He's so memorable. You know what? I'm, I'm talking about Brandon LaFell. Brandon LaFell yeah, no, came over from 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 uh, Carolina. Carolina. Um, yeah, Panthers, yeah. Who else? Uh, God, um, 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 it, and then it depends upon. What running back you decide to go back there and play with? You know, you know, Legarrette Blunt. In my personal opinion, will be a fantastic way to go because, of course, if you look at the the, the teams that that have beaten Seattle recently, they've all uh, controlled the clock against Seattle. So if if you can mm-hmm. get Legarrette Blunt to go out there and, and control the clock, or if you can switch pace and they're both successful with Blunt and 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 whomever else you want to throw back there, be it Gray, uh, Shane Vereen. You know, if you can get those guys back there and, and, and do a nice rotation, that'll be fine too. But it, it, it they're going to need to control the clock against them. And if they can't control the clock, there's going to be a situation where they're going to have to be affected by scoring and scoring quickly. Yeah, so basically I was, you mentioned like you mentioned Julian Edelman. I think it's, he's huge because, for one thing, he has parts. He has the heart of a lion. I don't think he's going to punk out the way 
uh, um, those guys in Denver did last year. Mm-hmm. I don't see, you know, I don't, I don't see Cowan from the pressure. Now, I don't see, outside of Gronk and maybe Edelman, I don't see the other wideouts from New England being so stellar. And that's mm-hmm. because you look at it, you know, you got Brandon LaFell and you got Danny Amendola. I mean, you have what? Richard Sherman, um, um, Earl Thomas. Um, yeah. And also, and I forget the uh, Maxwell, I think it's the other cornerback's name, and the Nickelback. I, I, I forget his name, John, somebody. But my point is, is that I don't, the other, just like Seattle's wideouts, uh, New England's wideouts, aside from maybe Edelman, do not scare me. They would not scare me about Seattle. And, and 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 the thing is that that you know that leads me to think that the matchups. I mean, if it, if it, if, it, if 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 actually Gronk and Edelman win most of the matchups, then that will keep New England in it. I think that the front. I think Seattle's front seven may. I don't want to say have their way per se, but they may be able to kind of neutralize Blunt a little bit because they they are tough up front. Their front mm-hmm. seven is no joke. So it just comes down to my opinion to Gronk and Adam. You know, if they win most of their matches in Seattle, I mean, I'm sorry, in New England, would help to fulfill your prophecy. Um, so uh, I think that coaching, as far as coaching goes, even though I bang him a lot, I think Belichick is one of the best in the game. And I think that he may have something for, actually, I know he'll have something for Russell Wilson. But Pete Carroll going for a second straight Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. Who saw that coming? <laughs> Who saw that coming when he came back to the NFL, you know, from, from USC after, you know, the way things ended, ironically against uh, for New England when he used to coach the Patriots before he chose to sit into college football exile. So how do you see that matchup breaking up? Uh, like how much of the edge, even though, like, Carroll's going for a second consecutive Super Bowl victory does would, would um, Belichick have? possibly in this game. God, you know what? I don't know. I can't call it. Uh, because it, it seems as though that whatever one does well, the other one seems to do well. May not be right. necessarily better than, but he still does it well. Um, in terms of adjustments, in terms of them having an identity, um, mm-hmm. in terms of, 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 of them in, in their, their special teams coaching. Uh, yes play fakes that they both are, are capable of running, they both seem to do it and do it well. They do it differently, but they do it extremely well. So I don't I don't know it's God, you you remember old Madden like Madden from like ninety two where before the game Who's started <laughs> Man, if you don't you're missing out. Before the game started they, they had the list of intangibles for both teams and they had the check marks. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like they—they're even, straight up and down the board, in terms of comparison. You—you talk about, and the thing is, and they're even, but they're even for different reasons. You know, uh, uh, New England's defensive line isn't known for its speed, but you know, it—it it does stop the run rather respectively well, and it can get pressure on the QB when needed, but not as well as Seattle's defense, but they both have extremely good and young linebacking cores. Secondaries, both good for different reasons. 
QBs are, are both great for different reasons. Uh, receiving core is not – I would say New England has a better receiving core, but mm-hmm. because of, like I said before, Russell Wilson's play, it enhances New England's uh, and Seattle's receiving core. The run games, Seattle is different, but New England can also run the ball when needed. So it, it, they're all fantastic in the different realms for different reasons. Mm, I got you. I got you. So basically, just to recap, you have New England winning 24-21. to 21. Is that right? 24-21, yes. Uh, one all of the right, things cool. – actually, there, there's several things – that I'm I'm looking forward to, and if they happen, this will be a benefit for New England. Mm-hmm. If they can okay. get at least 100 yards total rushing, be it okay. by an individual rusher or a combination of running backs, if they can get over 100, that'll be a benefit for New England. If they can pass for okay. over 280 and at least two touchdowns, it doesn't matter, mm. and it can't. It has to be at least 280 and two touchdowns and no more than okay. two turnovers. If they do that, mm. I'm comfortable with New England. Also, if they can make it a situation, like, once again, if if, if they can do similarly to what Green Bay did two weeks ago, if they can get them to turn the ball over twice at least, I'm comfortable with that because it's, it's going to be a situation where the run game may not be able to salvage the situation for them. It, it'll have to be a situation where if, if Seattle has to rely on Russell Wilson's arm, it could be a killer for Seattle. But mm, I feel you know, Yeah, but this is a situation we, we, we already know that hoping for mistakes out of the Seahawks and out of Russell Wilson and out of Marshawn Lynch and out of this defense, hoping for mistakes to happen, it's, it's few and far between. But I, I know one thing, I, I guarantee somebody in New England is praying that uh, Richard Sherman's girlfriend goes into labor <laughs> before kickoff so that he doesn't show, off, show up. Uh-huh. You know, that, that's, that was a very interesting thing. I was more concerned about this dude and his shoulder. He seems to be okay. It's more yeah. or less now him worried about whether or not his, his – his, uh, his his girlfriend is going to give birth. But that's, once again, something else that needs to be watched out for, you know, is, is the health of, of Earl Thomas, that concussion. But, you know, he should be okay. And and and, and uh, Richard Sherman, his elbow. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, here's how I see things shaking out. Um, okay. I agree with you on a lot of points. First of all, I think that the teams are very even. I think that both teams – or top season, or top season at conferences, respective conferences for a reason. They're both good, A, and B, yeah. they're the most two most complete teams. New England, unlike Denver, is not going to shrink for the moment. Mm-hmm. That comes from Super Bowl experience. It comes from Tom Brady being playing in the Super Bowl. Can you believe that? Six to six Super Bowl. And, Ridiculous. Um, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And the thing is, is that, he could have, he could have been five. He could be five and zero going into this game, the Super Bowls. But be that yeah. as it may, um, so I, I just, I mean, it's something. I, you know, I think that this whole, and I'm a guy who's big on tangible. I, mm-hmm. I think that the whole deflate thing, as stupid as it's been, I think it's wearing New England down mentally. I, I, I think that 
you know, having to talk about, you know, from Belichick having to address and having an impromptu press conference to Tom Brady being shook at the podium and the discussion possible role is in the deflategate. Um, and I don't know if you heard about this, but, you know, they, you know, and, and I don't know how big of a deal this is, this, this will be, but them are getting, like, numerous calls throughout the night, throughout the middle of the night, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, during Super Bowl week. I mean, some lose the hecklers out there, I guess. But, but anyway, just came back to the game at hand. I just think that Seattle is just a little bit better. And here's why. Mm. You know, look at, just look at the offenses for a minute. I, you know, both teams, I mean, sure, Brady puts up a lot of points, New England puts up a lot of points, but look at the personnel. Mm-hmm. Is there pretty much a grunt injury, Gronkowski injury away to, from being mediocre? Because yeah. if, you look at, if you look at what happened to them against Baltimore two years ago, when they got spanked at home by the Ravens, what happened? Gronk went down with an injury in the first half. And I think it was the first quarter, actually, when, when, when New England was up maybe 13 7 or something like that at the half. Then Baltimore just came out in the second half, just put the wood to him. That's because if you take away Gronk, taking away Tom Brady's security blanket, and there's no one on the outside, even, and that's going to include an element from there who, was, who really scares you deep. No they can't. This team cannot beat you deep. That's what I'm trying to say. They don't have the Raymond yeah. Moss anymore. They don't have the speakers on the outside to challenge. And, you know, the only thing that could help New England, besides Brady being Brady, of course, is LeGarrette Blount. Now, I'm still mad at this brother for what he did in Pittsburgh when he talked his way out of town, who caught his way out of town to get back to New England. I mean, he could have used him against Baltimore, but anyway, that's not a here nor there. I'm over it. <laughs> I promise you I'm over it. Um, you know, it, it, a power running game can possibly wear Seattle down, except for the fact that Seattle front seven is serious. To me, it's mm-hmm. going to come down to which defense shows up the, the, the most. Because I think that both offenses are not really prolific. Uh, I, I, you know, it, you know, you know, again, New England does not have anyone that could beat you deep, that scares you deep. And the only main big weapon is Gronkowski, okay? And, you know, maybe element on the uh, slot routes, on the on this option route that could possibly uh, put a dent in Seattle's zone. But I, they don't really scare me. They wouldn't scare a secondary going deep. They, they're, just, they're just, you know, doing the likes to beat you by, like, just a, a thousand cuts, if you know, a thousand pivot cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Seattle. Seattle doesn't have anyone outside that'll scare you. Their, their tight end is decent, but I mean, I mean, if you look at the, the wideouts, I mean, come on. So it's basically the same deal. Beast mode, Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson making plays with his legs, or uh, you know, or throwing the ball on the run. He's very accurate when he's on the run. So exactly. You know, the thing is that both defenses are, are pretty damn good. Seattle's obviously better than New England, but not by but but, but not by a lot. I think Seattle's I mean, thanks to New England secondary. But again, it comes down to the defense, which is why I think it's just be a very low scoring game. No one, I don't think any. I'll, I'll be surprised if a team cracks the twenty. Put it that way. And I have Seattle beating New England. 17 to 13. Mm. 
I, I think it's going to be very low scoring game. Again, I mean, because let's just put it this way. To beat Brady, if you're Seattle, you have a ferocious front four. Led by Bruce Irvin, Michael Bennett, his box of the right and ass, and uh, Cliff Avril, okay? You don't, they don't, Seattle doesn't have to blitz to get to the quarterback with Bruce Irvin and Cliff Avril alone. Yeah. Those two cats, or like those two defensive ends, which is from the outside. So Brady is not the most free, a foot quarterback. So all they have to do is pop in tape of the Giants' last two Super Bowl wins against New England. You know, the Giants were able to get to the passes. They were able to get to Brady consistently, especially in their first Super Bowl win uh, against New England when they ruined New England's uh, undefeated season. And and since and if, if Seattle was, is able to get to Brady without blitzing, they could sit back in that cover two or cover three, rather. And let the secondary, the Legion of Boom, just pick guys off. Whether it's just by body shots or just, you know, just, or, or just forcing turnovers. And I think that, 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 that Thomas will be healthy. I think, I mean, I actually think that he already is healthy, as is Sherman. So, to me, it all comes down to one thing. If Gronk can win, win the, the vast majority of his battles with Cam Chancellor, because the is going to be checking him the entire game. I can guarantee you he's going to be checking him the entire game, barring an injury. Um, I think New England will have a chance. If, if you, you know, because you, cause Gronk is, is New England's big-time weapon versus Seattle's enforcer. If the mm-hmm. enforcer gets Gronk to tap out like he did, like, you know, similar to what, just did to uh, Denver's receivers, namely Julius Thomas, last Super Bowl, and made them irrelevant. It's over. It may be even yeah. a blow, a blow in that scenario. But I don't think I don't think Gronk would, would, would tap out. I think he has a lot of heart. I think he's tough. I think he'll stand up to more than stand up to Chancellor. I this just is the same dude who win most of his matchups. Uh, yeah, but this is the same dude who, with a broken arm. DDT, some dude in a club partying. So uh, yeah, toughness. I I I don't I don't think he'll be pumped by by the uh, the Seattle secondary. I, I, I well, I I don't believe after that act. I I think that's one of the dumbest things anybody can do is wrestle around in a club with a broken arm. I, I, how bright is that? But yeah, I, I completely agree <laughs> with you on that. I don't I don't think I don't think he's going to get necessarily pumped by that. But um cut you off, the things that I actually see in terms of Seattle winning, um, I I, I, I kind of disagree with you with your point in, in terms of Seattle's pass rush. I do agree. They they do have a staunch pass rush. They just don't get to the QB a lot, unlike the Giants. I think that was the mm-hmm. thing that, 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 that put it over for the Giants so, uh, in, in their wins against uh, New England and, and, and and it was their ability to get to Tom Brady and actually sack him. Seattle right. is known for their pressure, but they're not known for getting a lot of sacks. Actually, you right. talk about Michael Bennett, and you're talking about Bruce Irvin. They get probably about less than a half a sack a game. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. but they, the thing is they do get a lot of pressure and they do just get a lot of disruption going on in the backfield. So if, if right. but I, I think I'm, they're going to need to disrupt Tom Brady so much that he's concerned. If, if they're able to get a couple of sacks, if they're actually able to sack him, mm-hmm. then look for him to start making mistakes. So I, I think that's something that they're really going to have to do. They, they can't just get back there and make a disruption. They want to get back there and, and, and lay hands on this dude and actually get him on the ground. Um, but another thing that Seattle does extremely well that the Patriots don't stop well, of course, once again, it's that run game. If you look at their runs, if they if the, the Patriots have actually given up over 100 yards rushing, they're 4-4. Four four. Even though one of those losses was that last game of the season uh, against the Bills where they basically didn't play anybody, even still, when they give up over 100 yards rushing, it's a 50% chance that they lose. And half of those mm. games, they gave up well over 150. So if you get a combination of 150 by Marshawn Lynch and, and Russell Wilson, it's going to be yes, problematic. Sir. But, you know, like I said before, I, I expect them to at least give up 1 to 125 to Marshawn. It's going to be what they do with with Russell Wilson that that's going to be the thing that actually, in my personal opinion, determines who wins this game. I agree. And that should make this very fascinating matchup to make a very fascinating chess match between the two coaches. And mm-hmm. it should be very damn entertaining because you've got two outstanding teams, the defending champs, going for, for, going for a repeat, and, and, and the challengers being the old guard. So then they there, done that Patriots. So it should be one hell of a matchup, and it should be a whole hell of a lot of fun. So uh, on that note, yes, sir. So basically I – was, I was- I was just about to say that this is the most excited I've been about watching the Super Bowl in a long time that doesn't involve my Redskins. But I was excited last year, and and, and we all know how that ended. But I'm, I'm just I'm just hoping that, uh, like everyone else, that there isn't a letdown. And and and, and you know I, I I guess I can lie to myself and, and, and say that this is the most excited I've been in a long time. Last year don't count to me, but you know it, it, it kind of counted. It counted up until kickoff, and then. You know what happened? Happened. Let's put it this way: New England is not soft. Denver's soft. Denver's soft as tissue paper. New England yeah. is hard. They are they are battle tested. They even have some rough riders. So the thing is, is you got instead of the old school rough riders, I call the Patriots, going against the new and improved rough riders. It's it's, it's like the wire, like like a, here's another wire reference for you. It's like the Barksdales or the Patriots going against. <laughs> Milo Stansfield and his crew and the Seahawks. Both are hard. Both are battle tested. Both, yeah. both are not going to back down for any damn body on their corners. They're not going to give up their corners. So I expect it to be rough and tough. No, there's no softies in this one, fella. No softies whatsoever. Well, I do yeah. have to ask real quick. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm thinking that you may be, but just in case, just real quick. Um, if so, if Seattle comes away with a victory, yeah. in your personal opinion, do you believe the Seahawks are a dynasty? Yes. You know why? You know why? Okay. Because, why? because um, and that's a good question. We haven't seen a back-to-back Super Bowl win in a long time, in a few, say, like, say like a decade or so. Okay. And it has been nine years. And, yeah. the, fact, and, say, and the fact that Seattle's young, 
These cats are young and they're still hungry. Okay, mm-hmm. they got most of the stars signed, and they're going to resign Russell Wilson to a badass contract. But that may mean that they may lose Marshawn Lynch, with this, which would be devastating, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. if they can find a way, if they can find a way, if Russell Wilson goes to Tom Brady and gets a concession to keep the team together, if they can find a way to keep both resigned and keep both Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch, but most of the defense already taken care of and secured for the next couple of seasons, it's a wrap. No one's beating Seattle next year. <laughs> as long as they don't suffer a catastrophic injury, they are the star players. These, these, I mean, again, you got you to understand, bro, these guys are young and hungry. They're yeah. young and hungry. Pete Carroll is, uh, is 60, doesn't even look 62 or 63 years old, and he's hungry. He's been waiting for this since he's gone back into the league. Those guys are not going to go away. I guarantee you that. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe Dallas will challenge them in the NFC next year. Maybe Green Bay as well. But that's it, man. But what I've seen right now, that is, those are only two teams that could give Seattle a worth of the money in the NFC. I yeah. mean, I don't see anybody checking these cats. I just don't. I just don't. Do I. I don't and see anybody checking those cats. I don't see anybody checking and, those cats. And with Jim Ball, you know, Harbaugh leaving, I don't see really anybody in that division no. staying up with these guys. No. <laughs> no way. No. No way, Jose. Mm-hmm. No one. Unless, no unless one. Arizona does something drastic, like actually get a QB and a running back, I don't, I don't see anyone in the division or let alone anyone in the conference uh, right. playing well with these guys if if this team stays pat as is. Yeah, because I, I said that at the end of last year's Super Bowl. Like, you know, the, like when, when Seattle smacked them the way they smacked them around, they pitch blasted them. They, they, they threw talk powder on their hands and they smacked them around the entire game. And those guys, I said it then. If they could, if they keep the core of that team together, they're gonna be winning for the next couple of years, easily. Yeah. They're young, they're young. And but you if, know you, what? if they beat New England, if they beat New England Sunday, especially if they beat them by double digits, which I don't think they will. I think it'll be much, much, much more competitive. But if they beat them by mm-hmm. double digits, it's a wrap. That's yeah. honestly waiting to happen. I mean, no one's gonna, no one in the NFC aside again, aside from maybe Dallas. And Green Bay, because they have the offensive firepower to do so, no one outside of those two cats, those two teams, have ever checked, no, is going to check Seattle. No one. No. And I don't see anybody else ch- checking Seattle as well. So it's it's going to be a wrap. It's going to be a wrap the next couple of seasons if they keep the squad together. If they get Russell Wilson and Marshall Lynch back to the fold of new, with newer, learn, long term deals, it's a wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. It, it's, it's just a wrap. But anyway. But what, one final you, question, like one that. quick question yes, for sir. you. Yes, sir. <laughs> so even with the win. Yes, sir. Where does the Seattle defense rank against all of the other defenses, in your personal opinion, oh, all that's time? That's a fair question. That's a fair question. Um, uh, let's put it this way. I'm not old enough to remember the steel curtain defenses, so I'll disqualify myself on that one. Okay. Wow. Okay. However, 
I do remember Baltimore's defense in 2000. Mm-hmm. That's some that's a scary ass crew right there. I do remember Tampa Bay's defense mm-hmm. that, that 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 shut down Oakland. High power attack where Oakland is actually relevant. So they're no joke as well. And you know, even though even though my Steelers and when they when we beat uh, Arizona, we had a number one defense across the board almost. But even mm-hmm. that defense does not stack up to Baltimore's 2000 defense, nor uh, um, Tampa's. I think it was 2001, maybe, or 2002's defense. Um, so I, I put Seattle at least behind Baltimore's defense and Tampa's defense. Uh, wow. Uh, ahead of ahead of the 85 Bears? Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm, I was talking recently. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm talking recently, but uh, oh, okay. as far as going back to the 80s, I mean, I'm, I'm, I just screwed that up. Uh, as, far as, <laughs> the, as far as, like, our lifetime, like, in the 80s and 90s, of course, 85 Bears is number one. Of mm. course, 85 Bears. I mean, I had a little brain fart there, but of course, 85 Bears. I, I, okay, let's just let's put it this way. It'd be 85 Bears, um, 2,000 Ravens. Mm-hmm. 2000, I think, two, 2002 uh, Buccaneers, mm-hmm. one of the Cowboys teams, like from like from the 90s. And okay. uh, I want to say, I want to say Cowboys, was it? I think the the second Super Bowl win over the Bills is when the defense was just hellified and fast. Yeah. It was just fast and was snacking. So that was, I think that was 92. I think, I think it was, yeah, I, yeah, 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 that's the Cowboys 92. Against the Bills, yeah, it was 92, yeah. Yeah, so 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 that team, then maybe Seattle. Then mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah. You, you know what? I might have them higher than that. And and, and let me explain oh, wow. to you why quickly. Well, okay, okay, once again, we, if, we, if we're going to go by lifetime, that means yes, we're, we're, we're excluding the, uh, the steel curtain. We're excluding right. the Doomsday defense of Dallas during the 70s. Right. So we're excluding those things. God, as great as that 85 <laughs> Bears team was, because they, they gave up one of the best, if not the best defensive season of all no time. No one could score them. No one could score them. No they, one. They beat everybody's after that year, except for the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you give them that, they get that number one seed. My number two seeds would actually be, and you're talking about no one scoring on them, would have to be that that Buccaneers defense. Yeah. They get my number two seed. I can do that. And then actually 2B would have to be Seattle. The only reason why they're hmm. 2B is, of course, teams can score on them, but they, right. they have the ability to, to make plays. They're, they're not they're – not, we're going to hold you defense. There, yeah, we're going to stop you defense. If you kind of understand my drift, where uh-huh. you know they don't they don't give up a ton of passing yards, and they don't necessarily give up a, a bunch of running yards, but you can still kind of score points on them. Like you couldn't score on that that Buccaneers defense. That's why I, I give them a slight edge over the Seahawks mm-hmm. defense. The reason why I have the Seahawks over the Ravens, what a lot of people don't remember. That 2000 Ravens team, they weren't even the best defensive team in the league that year. People forget that. Was that Tennessee? Was that Tennessee? 
it was Tennessee. The Titans yeah. had a tough beat. And remember right. how they used to beat up on one another all the time, that along, yeah, and not only in the regular season <laughs> but in the playoffs. So, oh, my God, I missed that kind of football right there. But yeah. I, I give them above them, and because of the fact that, God, I almost don't want to say it because every time I, I praise the Ravens, I always also talk about their offense. I might even say that the, 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 the Seahawks' offense is like, well, we are talking about the defense. So leaving it at defense, I'm giving the, ooh, God, that would, uh, that, that, that kind of counters my point then, where I, I gave Seattle, well, I'm sorry, I gave Tampa Bay above Seattle because of their inability to score points. Nobody was scoring against the Ravens. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll put Tampa number two, see, uh, 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 Ravens number three, and I'll go ahead and give Seattle number four. But they're, they're, they, yeah. and the fact that they've been able to do it for some time now is it, something to be respected. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there you go. I mean, it's time to test time. But if the defense has a chance to test the time, they're up there. Exactly. And I think Seattle has a chance to maybe to crack that top three when it's all said and done, especially they pull up another run of Super Bowl. So we'll see. Exactly. So um, thanks again, man, for joining me on very short notice. And enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the commercials. And more, most importantly, be sure to mute the halftime show with Katy Perry uh, performs. Then I would well, myself a favor with that. I mean, it she's more music to my eyes than my ears anyway. There you go. She's mute and then fantasize. <laughs> All right, bro. Take care, brother. You do the same. All right, enjoy. All right, All right that's you my do the same, man. All right, uh, that's a, that's my guy, Dwayne Nash, breaking down the Super Bowl. Uh, thankfully, moving on past that uh, deflate gate crap, even though people be talking about in the media uh, going forward. But anyway, this should be one hell of a Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the big game, everything else. But anyway, uh, thanks for joining me. This is Scott Perch. You will listen to the Clown Hour. See y'all next time. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday, 06 tonight. <laughs>